Hello, welcome to the conversation by ELL Media Network. I am Ed Stone French. And I'm Pretty Gogoy. This is a radio podcast for American news, culture, and information for English language learners. Today's show is about Donald Trump. We are English language educators who have created this show to talk about American news, culture, and politics for the benefit of English language learners. We are using simple language accessible to the second language learner to introduce them to current issues that may not be easy to understand. Today we don't have a guest because we're just getting started, but we plan on having one soon. In this show, we ask the question, how did Trump become the Republican nominee for president? Okay, to start with, uh, I myself, like you know, as, as an immigrant, uh, I keep wondering about the current political situation. And also, I've got a lot of questions from my students recently uh, asking me about the current political situation in America. And the most important question that they ask me is, how did we come to this position of having Donald Trump as the presumptive Republican presidential nominee? Right. So I think everybody knows by now that Donald Trump has been uh, blaming a lot of the country's problems on immigrants. He's been talking about sending people back. He's been talking about shutting down immigration. A lot of this is also directed towards Hispanics, Latinos, and Muslims. Uh, so, uh, and perhaps it's a topic for another show to detail what he said and how possible it is for him to carry all of this out when he becomes president. But Obviously, people that are in the country right now uh, and people outside of the country who are interested in immigrating, they want to understand what's going on. How did we get to this point? Uh, my question exactly. Like, you know, how did we come to this position? Like, what happened to the other presidential candidates from the Republican Party? Like, you know, why did they drop out so early? Or maybe they should have continued uh, fight against, uh, uh, like, or fight against, not against the Trump, but uh, against Trump as a candidate. Like, you know, probably, like, you know, they could have gone a little farther and uh, pushed in a little more. Maybe they could have still given him a good competition. Right. Well, I first I would back up and say this: I, the United States, we've had people like this in the past. A lot of people have called Trump a demagogue. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had demagoguery in the past. Uh, there is a history of it. Uh, but they haven't really gotten this far politically. Never has somebody so successfully ridden a wave of populist anger, at least in recent memory. Um, Yeah, so my question is, like, for example, like, I don't know what uh, the popular vote is, but with Obama being the president, we had a lot of uh, social progress, 
and also the economy is out of the depression at least for the time being like you know he like you know statistics shows that like you know he created a lot of jobs and kind of you have the Obamacare, people should have been more happy. And why is this anger? Like, you know, suddenly, like, you know, America looks very angry and they are very upset with the loss of jobs. Although, like, you know, statistics, again, shows that it like, you know, we have more jobs in the market right now than uh, almost uh, like, you know, eight or nine years ago. So why this anger, sudden anger, like, was it hidden some, somewhere? Like, you know, it was, is it something else altogether? Well, I, I think you have to look back uh, quite a ways to find out where this comes from exactly. So before I was born in the 1960s, uh, there were a lot of the people that are voting for Trump, that's when their politics was formed. Uh, partly in reaction to the social progressivism of the 1960s, uh, a lot of conservatives felt very isolated from that. Um, and these are people that would go on to vote for Richard Nixon, Ronald mm. Reagan, and then George D W. Bush. Uh, the senior Bush. Uh, well, no, junior Bush in this case. Uh, uh, I mean, yes, they voted for senior Bush, but senior Bush actually didn't do such a good job uh, of mm -hmm. tapping into that sense of populism. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas I think Reagan and uh, the younger Bush uh, had a lot of wide appeal to a lot of people. So I would say that this has indeed been happening for a long time. But I think especially when you look at the past say 10 years, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot more anger uh, and there's been a new kind of anger. I think uh, the Obama years uh, was, it was very hard on a lot of white working class men, mm -hmm. especially. Uh, who had in the past done well. They had done well as working class Americans. Maybe in the conventional kind of industry and market like. Right. Even. So often uneducated, but worked on in factories or uh, uh, I know from my home state, a lot of people worked in coal mining. So your home state is? West Virginia. West Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, which West Virginia has gone from being a solidly democratic state to being a Trump that heavily supported Donald Trump. Oh. Um, and so I think it does make a good case study of people who have gone from supporting unions and supporting Democrats to uh, supporting Republicans now. And they... People in West Virginia work in coal mining, industrial, it's a, an industrial in, industry that is now going away. Uh, and coal miners are losing their jobs. It's the like, same as steel workers, auto manufacturers, um, and all kinds of jobs like this. A lot of these jobs have gone to Asia. 
um, and a lot of them have just disappeared. Some of these people have still done okay, right? Mm -hmm. Trump supporters are not poor people. Exactly. They're not in poverty, but I think they have lost a part of themselves. And they're very angry about it. So kind of they are jealous about the new kind of jobs which have come up in the, for example, in the Silicon Valley, you have jobs which they cannot acquire because they lack education. Exactly. And it's, it's kind of a mix of both, maybe like, you know, they are losing their own industrial kind of jobs, which are uh, conventional jobs of working in an auto industry. But they are also jealous of the others, like, you know, who work in the IT sector or a job where they cannot achieve it because they lack the education and the qualifications. So is it a mix of both that you would like to say? Yes, I think so. I think that's a lot of where uh, Trump's uh, base of support really is. The people that really come out and support Trump, this is a, a... this gives you a good idea of who these people are, what they look like, and what their lives have been like over the last 10, 15 years. Um, okay, but here, like, you know, I saw a show on on a mainstream, like, you know, TV channel where they were projecting and also they had people, like, you know, invited people who are working in the Wall Street and they are quite educated they are they have jobs which pay him very well and they kind of support trump so i was wondering like you know is there uh, another group of people who also come from the um i don't know what you call them those jobs which are more like you know need more financial industry industry yeah those which require a good education and they they earn well and still they go on to they are going on to support like you know uh, Trump. So, who are these, and w- what is their like, you know, logic or reason behind supporting Trump? Well, I don't know, and I can't really speak to uh, any particular person. Uh, so that gets a little difficult to do. Uh, I think people often have their own reasons. Uh, Trump is himself a, a very rich person. And so perhaps other very rich people, people involved in the financial industry, might see him as somebody that uh, is on their side. Uh, and mm. he might be on the side of uh, parts of the financial industry. I think that right now the financial industry as a whole is actually backing Hillary Clinton. Um, yeah, but that, that's what, like, you know, surprised me when I saw them on the TV and I feel there actually is a group of people who support Trump who are not just, like, you know, the, like, dependent on conventional jobs, but they are educated and they have money and probably, like, you know, they are putting in kind of donations for him. So I'm not sure, like, you know. I... I... I think it's hard to say. I'm sure that there are uh, these people. There are some people that will always support the Republican. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe they are. Also... The traditional supporters. The traditional Republican supporters. Also, uh, Hillary Clinton is is very unpopular among uh, large groups of people. Um, She's seen as corrupt. Uh, She's seen as not really on anybody's side uh, and she's seen as 
somebody who is power hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can go into this. And I think I think we should do a show about Hillary Clinton. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, this this does help explain, I think, why some people don't want to support Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and in a way are more like you know, veering towards supporting Trump. In a, like it's kind of a rejecting a rejection of Hillary is kind of a support for Trump. Exactly.